And to sit down, I stand on all views, statements, and insight provided. If I can't stand on it, I will not speak on it. Let's get into it. To another edition of the Stand On It podcast, I am your host Truth, and as I always say, a man of many hats, but ain't none of them cap. Feeling real good coming at you on this Thursday night episode. Drop Monday morning at nine a.m. on all major streaming podcast platforms. Want to give a shout out to everybody who's been tuning in and who's been giving me feedback. I appreciate you more than you know. Feeling real good this week. You know, two days before vacation, as me and my lady about to embark upon these mountains, have a little kickback time, a little nice getaway. So, yeah, life is good right now. Anyway, tonight's episode is brought to you by some great wine of choice. Uh, you know, last week, I think we was on coffee. Week before that, we was on wine. We'll be switching back and forth. Remember on this show, we do coffee, water, wine, or tea. Those are the drinks of choice. No liquor or beer on this show. Anyway, um, hope you had a great week. Hope life is good for you. Hope you're blessed. Hope you're safe. All that good stuff. We're going to hop right into this show. So, what we're talking about? Two things we're going to talk about. Main topics. We're talking pride and we're talking judgment. You know, but before we get into that, um, in this week's unpopular facts, and this came up because I was having a conversation with one of my homegirls and she said, hey, I want to um, see what you think as to why, like if you had to rate me, why don't I have a man? And I'm like, well, that's a tough question for me, um, but I can give you some insight on what I think. And what I told her was you post too much about not having a man. Yeah. She posts too much about not having a man. She posts too much about that men want to, you know, holler at her and and that, you know, she's not being responsible because she's just focusing on herself. Ladies, let me give you some insight. Here's what you got to understand. Men, too. You got to understand this, too. Um, And I'm going to keep it real because I'm not above reproach. But, however, if the town that you're living in, right, all you posting about is, oh, I don't have a man because of this, 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 and this. What we fail to realize, and like I said, men included, the people around here know you. You can fool some of the people sometimes, but you can't fool all the people all the time. You know, and what you got to remember, what I mean by that is simply this. If you telling a man you don't want a man and you just focusing on self, but yet this man knows that you out here popping that thing open for other men, like he ain't finna take you serious. He just go see how he can get you to pop it open for him. 
That's it. But he's not going to be looking at you like, okay, there's somebody I want a wife up or none of that. Same with men. Like, take me, for instance. If I was out here talking that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm this on that and, and you know, uh, promoting uh, relationships like I'm this relationships expert. Uh, if you would have caught me a year and a half ago, I would not have been qualified to speak on any of that. You know, because the people know me, you know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't, I hadn't been the best at it, but I've since been reformed and changed. But you know what I'm saying? You got to keep in mind where you came from and what the people know. So that's my feedback on unpopular facts. Uh, women, y'all think that, okay, well, you know, if, if I say that, and don't get me wrong, um, my homegirl is very beautiful. You know, and she can find her the right man. But keeping it a book, she ain't been the best example of what her full potential could be. So, you know, um, and she understands that after we had that conversation. She knows, you know, she knows what her opportunities are. So you just got to keep it real with yourself first and foremost. This is what this podcast is about anyway. Uh, standing on it, keeping it real with yourself uh, and just being true. You know, like you can you can lie to yourself all you want to, but it's never going to get you the results that you want. And, you know, just scrolling through when I do be on social media, I see a lot of that from women and from men. I seen a man the other day posting about oh, I can't wait just to, to find me a lady that I can spoil. And I'm this good man and, and listen to R&B. And first of all, bro, like it don't make you a good man just because you listening to slow music. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that has nothing to do with making you a good man. You got to look at what else you bring to the table. And same with my ladies. Like, it, it's just not just because you posting that you cook. You know, you do X, Y, and Z. You're a hustler. Like, that That means nothing. You know, what do you bring to the table as far as how you compliment your man? And I'm not talking about telling him his haircut look nice or he smell good. Like a compliment, meaning what are you adding to this man that he may be lacking? That's that's really getting him built up to the point where he's really that true king of himself that he can be. Like that's the kind of compliment I'm talking about. So I'm giving you the game right there. Just kind of think about that. And I'm telling you, stop posting and, and, and putting like people don't know who you are. You know, people know you, so they're not going to buy into something. You can't sell them fake merchandise when they seen the real. You just can't do it. So just keep that in mind. That's our unpopular fact for the week. Won't go spend too much time on it. If you need any other relationship advice, make sure you email standonitpod at gmail.com. But anyway. Yeah. You're welcome. You're too kind. Alright, so we're talking about pride this week, man. Pride, pride, pride. And I had an in-studio guest, but they had something. I was going to talk to him about how pride can get in the way from a business aspect, but he's a business owner, so he has some business uh, things to attend to tonight, so he was unable to make it, which is understandable. Um, and I have a, a guest I'm going to call up, and we're going to talk about how pride can get in the way in relationships, you know. But um, 
I want to break down really pride. Pride is defined as a consciousness of one's own dignity. You know what I mean? A consciousness of one's own dignity. And it's nothing wrong. I don't want y'all to take away that I'm saying there's something wrong with having pride or being prideful. You know, um, a pride of an accomplishment, um, you know, stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not talking about a pride. I don't want you to get this twisted either. I'm definitely not talking about a pride associated with sexual preference. You know, I'm not putting a focus on pride that's associated with any kind of accomplishments that you may have had or that I may have had. You know, I'm talking about a dangerous pride. You know what I mean? And a lot of y'all know, like, hey, I was raised up in a very religious home. I was raised up as a Jehovah's Witness. One of the things I do remember, even though I don't agree with a lot of principles and things that came along with being a part of that religion, I have a great understanding of the Bible, right? And one of the things that I do remember was in Proverbs, where it always talked about, like, pride. And um, one of the favorite passages, Proverbs 16, 18, it talked about how pride goes before destruction. And if you think about it, if you don't manage your pride, if your pride is so uh, dangerous where you're not keeping it in check, destruction is the next step. So it's about making sure we manage the pride. And there's nothing wrong, again, with being prideful. But, hey, think about what come along with that. I want to share something with you. On pride, because I thought it was powerful. If you don't think it's powerful, you know, um, I don't know why. It's based on a comparison, and it's dependent on a bunch of things that ultimately won't last. If you're so proud of your good looks, one day your good looks will slowly fade. If you're so proud of having a big house or a flashy car or loads of money, one day those things won't mean anything anymore, and one day the market could crash. If you're so proud that you're someone in a high respected job, in a high position in a company, one day you could lose your job in some unforeseen circumstance and one day you'll have to retire anyway. If you're proud of your nationality, one day your country might not be so great. If you're proud that you're smarter than someone else, one day you might not be. You're basing your sense of self on a concept in your mind that itself is based on a set of conditions staying the same. But we can realise nearly everything changes and almost nothing is permanent. Basing your sense of self on something that will eventually change means one day what you based it on isn't there and in the words of Eckhart Tolle, who are you now? You are wow. So... Basing a sense of pride on something that one day fades away. So think about that. Like, let's say you're proud of this brand new house that you bought. Hey, man, anything could happen where you could lose it. You could lose your job. You could lose the home to fire. You could eventually, if you keep the home, let's say none of those things happen. Or age, sickness, health, you could lose your life and then the house is still here. You know, what if you're proud about uh, a new job and then tomorrow the company lays you off or the company goes under? It's about what we got to put our focus in. And as I quoted earlier when we was talking about in Proverbs, how, you know, pride becomes comes before destruction. You got to check that dangerous pride. There's nothing wrong with being proudful. Like you can be proud about your heritage. 
You know, that's something that's in you. You know, you can be proud about something that came along with your DNA, whether it was a feature or something that was passed down to from your parents or whether it was something that your parents instilled into you. That's a sense of something that you can be proud of that nobody could take away. But a lot of times what we fail to realize, we put pride in things that it don't even matter because at any given moment it's gone. So now you've been really prideful about something. And sometimes what happens with that pride, that pride gets so dangerous, we start to mistreat others. We start to have a, a higher sense of self than we need to. Um, we lose all humility. And we turn into these people that other people don't recognize or that they may not even want to interact with. And it's all because of pride. So it's really important that you check your pride and make sure it's not crossing over into a lane of being dangerous pride. Cause that's the thing that can really hurt you. And that's, that's really the thing that can lead into, into destruction. Like I was saying at the outset, I had an in-studio guest who was supposed to be here and we was going to talk about pride in business. Um, but due to some things that came up, he was unable to make it, but we're going to get him rescheduled. But I'm going to call up one of our guests and I'm going to talk with her about pride specifically when it comes to relationships. Like, what does she feel um, is dangerous when it comes to being prideful in a relationship? Let me hear up. Hello? Yo. Hey. How's it going? Good, good. Good. You're live on the Stand On It podcast. Let me give you a round of applause for joining. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. As I like to do with all guests when I call them up, I don't like to get right down into business, so I'm going to ask you, how's your day been? Busy, but good. I cannot complain. Okay, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to entertain me and entertain the people. How's life been treating you is my next question. Very well. Can't complain. Level up every day. Ooh, life been treating me very well. Leveling up every day. Okay. I like to hear that. So, as um, I kind of gave you the foresight, we're talking about pride tonight and how pride is actually dangerous at times. And I was talking to the people about how, like uh, in Proverbs, it talks about how pride becomes before, pride comes before destruction. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with having a sense of pride. Maybe it's something related to heritage, uh, genetics, whatever it is, that's stuff that can't be taken away from you. But what we got to guard against is being prideful when it comes to, like, let's say a career. And what I'm talking about being prideful is when we're prideful to the point of where it changes who we are. We lose all humility. We start looking at, like, other people are beneath us. And people don't realize or recognize who we are anymore because we've let, we've, we've let pride infiltrate us. And it's become so dangerous that now we're prideful to the point of we're we're showing all this pride about something that potentially won't even exist. We could lose the job if we're prideful about a material possession. Let's say a house, we could lose the house. So really, what's the use of us being prideful? So I wanted to reach out to you 
because in some of our conversations you have such a a real like uh outlook on things and and I like the way you think you know so I wanted to reach out to you and talk about pride when it comes to relationships you know what I mean like okay. how, how dangerous could that be so um talk to me what I want to ask you is the first question um how can misplaced pride ruin a relationship what you think about that so to me, it's a difference between pride and being proud, right? Right. So you can be proud of your accomplishments. You can be proud of yourself in the sense that you've gotten to a point where there are goals that you had that you may have accomplished and that you're proud of. Mm. Where you end up running into issues is excessive pride. So excessive pride to me is like an exaggerated appreciation of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've gotten this done. I got this little, can't nobody touch me type situation. Right. Now, if that's destructive to yourself, you know it has to be destructive to a relationship. Because if you look at yourself and you put yourself on a pedestal in self, then when you start putting yourself with someone else, if they're not at a level that you feel like is acceptable, then you start running into issues. And that's, that's like you said, destructive. Um, so for me, I would say, you have to learn the difference between being proud of something you've accomplished and being too prideful because that's going to create situations where you, arrogance comes into play. And you have a, somebody that have a disdain for you because you're looking at them like, you know, I'm here, but you down there. You need to pull yourself up here type situation. And if you don't know how to handle that or navigate that, that's destruction coming. Seriously. Very well said. Let me, let me ask you this because you mentioned something like, um, that I wanted to, to, to kind of elaborate on. So in a relationship, if is it possible for one person to possess this pride and the other one not, and for the other one who doesn't possess the pride, be able to look at that person still as humble and not arrogant, um, do you think that's going to cause a conflict? The whole thing about relationships is, is being able to be vulnerable, right? Mm. You you can do a lot of things with a lot of people, but when it comes to somebody you want to put yourself in relation with, can you be vulnerable with that person? So two people may come into something, and when they come into it, they may be on the same level, but one may have leveled up more so than the other. Mm. If that's the case, can you humble yourself enough to understand that you didn't get there by yourself, and although you've gotten there, you know, say, for example, the man may have gotten to level 10 and the female still on level 5. You didn't get to level 10 by yourself. Somebody pushed you. Right. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody looked out for you when you couldn't look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you able to be humble enough to see that even when you start to get to level 10? And mm-hmm. I think in a lot of relationships, that's where things start to fall apart because your ego comes in place. And when your ego comes to play, that's a, that is a dangerous thing. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you talked about ego coming into place. Outside of ego, what are some uh, prideful behaviors that you would see in a relationship where you, you might might say, man, nah, that's, that's not going to help if we're trying to make something long term? Well, what are some of them things that are... Uh, 
Create, I guess we'll call it a red flag. What would be a red flag? For me, arrogance. Mm. Um, arrogance is, is vital in a lot of situations when it comes to the destruction of relationships due to pride. You forget who you are. You forget what got you where you are. And when you start to get into that lane, that, that's trouble coming. Mm. So you have to be able to recognize those things. And there's a lot of things that you have to be able to recognize if you want a relationship to work. You got to be flexible. You mm. got to be able to accept that nobody is perfect and everybody makes mistakes. One thing I know people have always said is the people who are successful have failed at things many times. I might be in the failing stage of my journey while you excel it. Can we still have conversation? Can we still look at each other and say, you know, I'm not where I want, but you know, they keep pushing because you don't get there. Yeah. That type, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, being able to celebrate each other. Can you celebrate each other throughout this process? Yeah, my situation may not work, but I'm not going to be jealous of what you accomplished. So I'm going to keep pushing you and wait on my blessing to come. So those type of behaviors, you know, you kind of have to look out and are red flags for me. Um, in a situation like that. Boy, I love that answer. I wasn't even thinking about that word. For me, it's comfortability. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you start, like, if you show me you this this hustling, you, you about your business and all of this in the outset, and then you take on this, you get comfortable um, because I'm providing you that security or, like, that's a huge turn off for me and, and, and I'm looking for the exit at that point because I think you scam me like mm-hmm. you know if you tell me you you this because what I represent I'm gonna always represent that like I ain't gonna switch that up but as soon as you switch that up like if I if I leave the house and you in your bathroom and I come back and you still in your bathroom you ain't accomplished nothing all day you're getting too comfortable so now we got an issue so um but yeah I agree I think think those are two great things comfortability and arrogance definitely arrogance so last question um mm-hmm. would you say uh or would you think that as black people we have a tendency to be more prideful i would say we have a, a tendency to feel the need to be more prideful Mm-hmm. Um, not that we necessarily have anything that we need to prove versus right. any other race or anything that we need to do other than any other race. Um, I feel like we just have that innate need because we're always in a situation where we're behind trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, for black men, to me, um, it takes a special woman to be able to, to foster the best and push the best out of a black woman, I mean, out of a black man. Mm-hmm. And so, it has everything to do with your selection and your choosing. What type of person do you choose to be with? So like you said earlier, if, if you leave the house on your grind, on your hustle, and you leave and come back and they're the same way, they hadn't done anything, hadn't accomplished anything, that has everything to do with the choosing of the type of person you're with. You have to have somebody that's, you know, the Bible says equally yoked. I don't just see equally yoked as in religion. Mm. I see it in, in your hustle, in your mind frame, in your mindset, in your desires, and your goals, and what you want. Do you want it just as bad as I do? Are you willing to go as hard as I'm going to go in order to accomplish it? Now, we might be not be accomplishing the same goals the same day, but what have you done to get yourself to, uh, it's closer to where you're trying to be 
versus just sitting at the house chilling because you know I got everything taken care of. Mm. Yeah. Listen, you came in here and dropped the mic tonight. Let me go ahead and give you another round of applause. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I definitely appreciate you tuning in and and being available to to be a guest. And I will be in contact. I ain't going to hold you up too long, but thank you for taking time out for me. I'm going to go ahead and drop off here and wrap this show up. But I'll holler at you. My pleasure. Y'all have a great night. All right. You too. So, yeah, man, that was some very well put information in regards to how pride can run a relationship and a red flag when it comes down to uh, having pride in a relationship. And it was good to get insight from a, a, a woman. And then me as a man, she said hers was uh, arrogance. And mine is comfortability. When you get too comfortable, like, you know, you, you're not doing the same things you initially presented to me at the outset. Um, that's a big red flag to me, you know, because um, what I put my mind to and say I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to keep doing it, you know. So just make sure whatever you do, whether it's a relationship, whether it's business, whether it's in everyday life, be proud you know, but watch being prideful to where it turns into a situation of you lack humility and your next step, you know, is going to be that destruction if you don't clean that up the right way. All right. So moving right along as we get to our last our last segment here. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. I want you to pay all the attention to that man behind the curtain. So this is our new segment that we started last week called Pull the Curtain Back. So um, this week I want to talk about judging others, you know. Um, And I wanted to spend some time on this because I encountered a couple of situations where I'm like, dang. These people don't even realize what they done did and they judging somebody else. But then I had to check myself because I did the same thing. Like, I, I, I had to really check myself like, bro, you tripping. So I was talking to this dude, and he was mentioning, like, man, this dude, he'll just need to sit down somewhere. Like, you know, he on his, he, he about to get married, and he ain't been too long, got divorced. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, maybe he done found Somebody making them happy. That's what I'm thinking. But as I started to think about it, I'm like, the dude who's saying this, you've been married three times, bro. So so you talking about this man getting divorced and about to remarry, but you on, thir- on number three. So I'm like, okay, you know, I ain't, I ain't really, you know, maybe he just kind of forgot. Um, But... Then I was talking to somebody else who they made mention about somebody uh being I don't know why they want to keep paying money for this high dollar apartment, you know, but this person recently became a homeowner. But guess what this person was doing before they became a homeowner? Living in a high dollar apartment. Yeah. So now you got uh three times married. Questioning a new divorcee about to remarry 
on his second wife. So, and then you got someone who just recently became a new homeowner, questioning somebody's decision, living in a high-dollar apartment when they recently came from this. And again, this is the Stand On It podcast, so we're going to keep it 100% real. I had to check myself. Let me tell you why. All y'all who know me, y'all know I'm a huge sports fan. So I'm watching uh, Sports Center, and I see the incident that came up with Henry Ruggs III. Now, you also know I'm wearing it tonight. I'm a huge South Carolina Gamecocks fan, you know. But my second team, I keep it in the SEC, is Alabama. Henry Ruggs III went to Alabama, was a great wide receiver, been in the league now two years. He was on his second year in the league. Uh, he was drafted in the first round by the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, excellent, you know, all kind of potential with what he had his whole career ahead of him. He made a mistake, made a poor decision, and decided that I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to drive my Corvette at 156 miles per hour down a residential neighborhood. Uh, he crashed his car into another individual the car that individual's car caught on fire that individual lost their life yeah that individual lost their life and when i originally looked at it i said boy he done threw his whole life away like that was dumb but then i had to think back I had a very, very similar situation with different results. In that moment, I completely forgot what I did and was almost about to judge this man. Not almost, I judged this man. That was dumb. Why would you do that? He done threw his whole life away. Now, my next guest I'm going to call up, we're going to talk about the story of when I did that exact same thing. We left a party one night. We got three females in the back. Um, and these are all facts. When they transitioned before the like uh, phantom body style of the Chrysler 300, they came out with this Chrysler 300 special edition. They had 200 on the dash. I was the only young dude, well, the only dude in the city who had this car. So I had this car. We leaving a party. Um, drunk. I'm super drunk. We riding around. And we go down this residential neighborhood, the music jamming. We got the ladies in the back. We about to go to their crib. You already know what's about to go down. So my homeboy said, hit it. Last I remember, I looked down, we was at 140. Now, we in a residential neighborhood, but the way it is, and this is in Newberry, South Carolina, when you, when you go down the hill, it's a big railroad track that you got to make a sharp left turn to go up the railroad track. In between the railroad track is this, like, huge ditch. So I tried to turn going over 100 miles an hour. You already know how that turned out. The car left the road. We land in the middle of the railroad tracks in this deep ditch. How we walked away from that, I have absolutely no idea. The crash was so loud and the impact was so crazy. Uh, I had some other homeboys who were a couple blocks away hanging outside in their yard. It's like 1, 2 in the morning. They came running up there because they just assumed whoever did that, there ain't no way they're living. 
you know. Um, and I avoided a DUI or anything related to that because I had another homeboy, my brothers who pulled up, was like, hey, man, smoke this black and mild. Boy, you smell like look everywhere. So he gave me a black. They called my brother to the scene. My brother came to the scene. My brother was cool with one of the cops. So my brother told the cop, like, hey, man, like, like, look out. And he was like, the only way I would look out for him, you got to tell me he's not driving home. And he was like, they don't need medical assistance because if the ambulance come, so everybody dispersed and went to the hospital on, in, in private vehicles. And my brother took me from the scene. That's the only thing that kept me from a DUI. And I don't know how myself and my other four passengers in my car didn't get killed. You know, um, I wish I still had pictures of that. I don't know how it, it turned out. Um, but I say that to say just in that moment, that's why we got to be careful. How we look at other people's situations. Because in that moment, I forgot about the dumb stuff I did. You know what I mean? I was 25 at the time. Him and Ruggs is 22 years old. So for me now sitting here, the judge what this man did at 22 years old, who am I? Like, and that's what we got to learn as people, man. Like, so many times we quick to weigh in on something negative. Like, oh, that's stupid. But if we pull back that curtain... And we really think about, have I done something similar? Have I done anything like that? I know people who will go and say somebody a rat. And you done told. But you did it years ago, so it's cool. Don't nobody remember. Or maybe you in a city now that nobody knows you, so they don't know you a rat. But just because it's been years, one thing you got to understand the statute of limitations on crimes, there's no statute of limitations on keeping it real. Either you did or you didn't, you know. And like I said, this is stand on the podcast, so I had to check myself. I'm out here tripping because I'm judging this man saying he done threw his life away and did something dumb when I could have easily killed four people that night, including myself. Who am I? So the next time you get ready to judge somebody, just really take a moment. And even if you hadn't been in a similar situation, it's still not your place if you think about it. Because if it hadn't happened to you, it potentially could happen to you. So you really got to be aware of that. So I'm going to call up my homeboy who was in the car with me that night. And I'm going to ask him, like, even on looking back at this now, like, how did you, how did you, what do you think about that? You know, so let me call up my homeboy, sir. Sir, what's up, famo? What's good, family? It's the real two. What's good, big brother? Hey, man, I'm out here, man, just uh, speaking something real to him on the Stand On The Podcast, man. But listen, I wanted to call you up because I was talking about, like, how we judge people. And on the Stand On Mm -hmm. The Podcast... We keep it real, and we even hold ourselves accountable. That that's that's the whole thing. That, so I was telling them about, truth. yeah, I was telling them about when I saw the Henry Ruggs the Third story. Uh huh. 
how he driving through a residential neighborhood speeding and yes. kill that lady. I'm like, man, what is he doing? That's stupid. He done threw his life away. But then I had to think. Yep. You remember that night we left the party? Yep. Yeah, I had to think, like, bro, that was almost you. So thinking back on that incident, when we driving crazy like that through a residential neighborhood, now that we're older, uh-huh. like, what do you think about that whole situation from back then? That whole it's when you're young, dumb, and full of it, and feeling invincible, especially when you're on that shot, shot, stuff, stuff, stuff <laughs> principle that have you thinking in a whole nother altered mind state. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like keep going, keep going, right, and not realizing that. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, and one thing about it: the faster you go the slower things get. Mm-hmm. And when you when you drive in those kind of speeds, time just stops. And you realize that there is no time and it just slows down and then you come to a crash. Right. That's that's what I was saying before I got you on the phone, man. Like the last thing I remember, I remember the music like I remember the chicks in the back. I remember the music yeah. going I remember you saying, go, 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 go. <laughs> I remember looking at the dash and we was at 140 and I tried to make yeah. that turn. They go on the railroad track. That's that. <laughs> on the railroad track, bro. Like, I don't even see, like, how we survived it, you know. But uh, even outside of that, it just made me think, like, man, how in the world am I sitting here about to judge somebody? Yeah, uh-huh. I narrowly escaped that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually not even trying to uh, cut you off. What you were saying, I'm gonna build upon that. It was somebody that was. It, what, what is the, the the young guy? Uh, Henry is what? Twenty two years old. Twenty two. I actually saw because I didn't really know nothing really much about it because I don't I don't do like really the social media or the you know TV and stuff like that. Right. So I don't really be knowing what's going on in, in the people world, you know, because I got things that I got to do in the in the in the universe, you dig? <laughs> so, so it was somebody that said a comment when I was eighteen. I did this. He need to grow up. Is we we were like in our like mid twenties, right? And 25. then you realize that people judge. Yeah. People will be like, oh, okay, um, I'm grown now because. I learned my lesson about life when I was, um, you know, maybe somebody was a prostitute or they was tricking or, or different things or doing all kind of like drugs or stealing, killing, all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't do it for a day or two. Now they got a conscience that, oh, I'm, I'm better than them. Only on, only on the comments. Mm-hmm. Only on judging pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the problem with people because they don't realize who they are or what they because racism still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, people are still getting killed, and you know these kids still getting kidnapped. Mm-hmm. But ain't nobody talking about that. Right. You know, everybody just want to worry about the, the the what's going on the media wise, and the media knows how to manipulate the people because they got they get paid. For an agenda, right? And 
I was looking at kind of like the cars. Was he in like a Chevrolet? And he went into the, the girl was in a RAV4. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, I, I, you know, that's one of those things that uh, even time won't really tell. You just got to be in the, on the inside to know what's going on. And then just you got to kind of like really got to keep it to yourself on that because that kind of information can't leak to the masses because the masses is just what they are, a bunch of asses. <laughs> Man, people that got already like took this and they yeah. trying to put a racial thing on it. They saying that there yeah. was another lady who did the same thing and she had previous DUIs and she she about to get probation. But uh, what they fell in to look at, man, you just got to keep it real. The state that he did this it in, don't matter what the color is. yeah, Nevada, uh-huh. they there's no probation with this kind of crime. You got to do a minimum of two years. Mm. Like there's no probation, so it's 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 the state that he was in, but it goes back to yeah. something we was always taught as growing up: know the law before the law know you. No, you so, right about, and that and that's yeah. and that's that is the real truth because you have to know it because <laughs> when the when the law know you, it's going you either you gonna learn or you gonna never learn and never live. Yep. Gotta hold yourself you know, accountable. You gotta hold yourself accountable. And that's the problem with people with judging. They see something and now they're self righteous. Mm-hmm. And you got all these other things going on and you don't hear a, a peep from them. But mm-hmm. they get to a point that, oh, I can judge. Now I can feel better for myself. You know, I'm, I'm living in my mom's basement and uh, looking at. These these sick folks doing all kind of sick stuff, yep. but they can point a finger and articulate what somebody else should be doing, mm-hmm. and that's they they get that that moment of clarity of self righteousness, and then they feel good for themselves, and then go whack off or uh, some kitty porn or something or some animalistic type stuff. These folks are sick, man. Right, right. But they'll they'll be judging somebody who on mm-hmm. their second marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you you just old freak, a sick freak. Yeah, sick. These fools are sick, man. Mm-hmm. And they got the time. They got too much time on their hands. You know, um they got way too much time on their hands. And you're doing nothing. Yeah, to be thinking you're doing something, and the media just feeding them, man, just feeding, feeding them, yeah, feeding them. Yeah. All these, but, but one thing I do, and I'm and I'm, I'm pro vaccine. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I just hope these people getting their their shots, they're vaccinated, make sure they get their booster shots, and people like that should should only give comments of of, of judging other people if they're like two, three booster shots in, <laughs> and. <laughs> Only they two, three booster shots in. Can you judge two, or three booster shots in? You got somebody. <laughs> <laughs> wow, boy. Hey, cause you know how folks say it's like, like uh, one thing about my life now. If I'm on the outside looking in, then I realize I can see it. From the outside, yeah. from the from the from the top view, 
Because if you go on the inside, then you realize, God dang. What was that? What was it? What was my man? It was like a Popeye's chicken thing, and he shut down in DC. Oh, because it had uh, so many rats. Said it had rats. Yeah. Yeah. It was the inside. That was the inside view. Showed it from the inside. Yeah. And so when you when folks trying to make it like, oh man, it's the most exclusive thing, and we know how people for the with the young with the young folks call it cap now. Yeah. Everybody be capping. Yeah. All restaurants <laughs> got rats. You just don't see them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you shouldn't even eat at fast food spots. Anyway, <laughs> cook at the house, man. Cook at the house. Save your money. Matter of fact. Learn how to grow food and how to can. Remember, you know we old school. You know our folks; they was on the on the basin jars with the canned word, vegetables and all word, of that. Word. Forget, forget, forget. Even learn how to garden, and t- that's where it's at now because they got folks so gone that it, it it's over for for the average Joe. Yeah. And so they just, they don't even want to know about what's going on. They're going to worry about what subs and all of that. Though. But the thing is, this chick, though, what ain't nobody talking about. Mm. Yep. You know, and I ain't, you know, no judging her. You know, um, she was she was for the streets. Right. <laughs> for the streets. She was for the streets, but we ain't going to get in on her. But we ain't going to get into that. We ain't going to. You know, uh, she was a young girl or so. She was in a RAV4. And um, my man was in, what, a Corvette? Yeah, one of the new joints. And you remember that song, Corvette, Corvette, something like that? Yeah. It was a song I don't even, I, I haven't even, but I remember um, that was like the, the, a good song last year that, you know, Corvette, Corvette, I, I don't get me to... <laughs> Like I know the song, I just know the Corvette, Corvette. If he was doing the dance, I think the dude Schuster or something. But don't give me the line. I ain't never even heard that joint. It was a dude, uh, Juju Schuster, would dance on people's. Uh, oh, okay. On okay. their logo in the middle of the field, but it was off that 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 song, I think. Okay. And uh, and that's the thing is like. With the music nowadays, and, and we were both the music. It's when you when you in that zone, you gonna go, you gonna go, you gonna and that's go. the thing about it. If if people realize, if people really, it boils down to really, all right, being responsible for yourself, mm. owning up, and mm. that's people they do not want to own up. Mm-hmm. They can point fingers all day. That's one know. thing I like about us, man. No matter what we did, what we got into, we owned it, bro. We ain't know. Like, you gotta own it. Yeah, we ain't pointing the finger or blame somebody else. We owned it. Yep. You know what we I mean? Owned it. We owned it. We owned it. Hey, but yeah. man, I appreciate you picking up, man. I'm about to get up out of here and wrap this thing up, bro. But I want to say, man, I always give my people my flowers. This one of the most solidest people I know. Um, this is a brother to me from another mother. And hey man, <laughs> I love you, fam, and I'll be in contact. Hey, I love you, family. It's the real truth. They know it's that godly talk. Yes, sir, sir. Seventy five, never forget. <laughs> right. All right, bro. Boom in the block. Love you, brother. Love you. God. Alright, so yeah, man, like um good catching up and, and talking with my man Surf, man. Like we really just got to look at 
you know what you're doing. Pull that curtain back on yourself and making sure you're qualified, you're able, you had a freedom of speech to speak on something. And then, too, I challenge you, even if you had a freedom of speech to speak on it and judge somebody else, why do it? Maybe just keep it to yourself because it, it, it could happen to you as well. So hopefully you enjoyed tonight's show. Um, again, watch your pride. You can have pride, but watch how, how prideful you be. Don't lose humility. And when you're judging, um, make sure if you're going to do it, make sure you're qualified to do it. Make sure you've taken and, and pulled the curtain back and looked at yourself and make sure that it's good. And as I stated, just don't do it all together because it could it could befall you. Like, why even even get into it? You know, just stay in your lane, enjoy your life, encourage and motivate those that you come in contact with and spread good energy. Yeah, y'all were too kind tonight. So in closing, I always like to tell y'all, man, energy is real. But everyone don't possess real energy. Watch and control your surroundings at all times. And again, the show drops every Monday at 9 on all major podcast platforms. I also put up the YouTube full video during the week. Um, so make sure you're checking that. Subscribe, rate, and review. I've been getting some good feedback from y'all on how y'all rocking with the content. Y'all like how I really switched it up. Um, and it's a better feeling for me, too. I, I enjoy coming and sitting down talking with y'all every week because I feel like each one teach one, you know. And we're not just regurgitating stuff that we got out of the media. So let's have real conversations about things. And let's really, like, have teachable moments to where we're teaching each other, learning from each other. Again, if you want to submit content, if you want to be on the show, standonitpod at gmail.com. With that being said, we about to get out of here. Them is your words, come and sit down, you gotta stand on it. If it's for certain, let's have around, you gotta stand on it. Open the curtain, it's going down, you gotta stand on it. Cause I put my step on it So you gotta stand, 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 stand You gotta stand on it 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 You gotta stand, 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 stand